Starting with Hashem Daf Kuftes, we'll begin at the Mishnah, the last line of Kuf Ches Amad Beis, and we're continuing um, as we had started to get into the Parak had started Shnei Dayan and Gezeres, that there were um, <clears throat> we were dealing with Chanan and Anman, those were the Shnei Dayan and Gezeres, and they said a bunch of things Acham did not agree to, so we're continuing. Uh, yesterday we started to get into uh, Admin. Okay, and we saw a couple of things where Rebegam Liel said, And today um, we'll bring in the third memra, or the third machoikis between Admin and the Chachamim. And the Mishnah starts, So a father, a father of the Kala, said that he was going to give a certain amount of money to the son-in-law. Okay, and this is talking about like his Nadunya, he said, I'm going to promise a certain amount. And he extended his foot. Now, what does this mean? So Rashi brings two pshatim. And there's actually halachic nafkaminis in Rashi. One pshat says that he, it's a lashon bizayin, that he stuck out his foot. He basically showed him the bottom of his foot and he said, you want your money? Clean mud off the bottom of my foot. Okay, that's, that's basically a lashon bizayin, like go, go scrape the dirt off my feet. That's, that's, that's what I have to think about what your tainas are. Okay, and it sounds like that in that the way the, they understand this Pratarashi is that even if the father of or the, or the potential father in law has money, he could still say it, meaning he's he can go ahead and say, um, sorry, I'm not paying you. Vanishamati in Rashi is the second shot, Tolo Isiala eights. That he says, Look, it sounds like I, I don't have the money. So you could hang me up upside down from my feet from a tree. That's the second shot. Meaning, take my foot, string me up from a tree. I don't have the money. Empty my pockets. You'll see nothing, nothing's there. I got no money. Sorry, I can't pay you. Um, so in either of these situations, the, the Mishnah says, So the future son-in-law is allowed to say, look, hey, I'm not moving forward with the marriage at all. As far as I'm concerned, let her get gray. I'm not marrying her. I came into this. It was... Uh, Al-Tanai, there was a certain agreement that you were going to give me a certain amount of money, and um, you're not providing the money. Now, there's enough community between these two pshatim, as we explained. It sounds like in the first shot, he, even though he has the money, he can be the father-in-law. We're not going to force the father-in-law. He basically can stick out his foot and say, I'm not, I'm not paying you. And according to the second shot, um, he doesn't have the money. So now, let's see now, the... What stage in the process so this is the, the, the and the place can speak out. This is only this is only at Arison. You can't do this after Nesuin. It's only until it's between Arison and Nesuin. Meaning there was a certain amount of money, and we'll we'll get into this in a second. We'll spend a little bit of time on the Mishnah just to try to flesh this out. I think we'll answer uh, what's bothering you um, because you have to deal with Tanayim, right? So we'll get there. So Adman Aimer Pasakti Laatzmi. She has a countertainer. She can say, look, my f- this is my father. He promised the money. It wasn't me. So why should I lose out? Had I been the one that committed the money, then I would accept my penalty and say, you know what? I'll, I'll be, essentially, she's an aguna over here. She's not married, but she's whatever the, the equivalent of an aguna would be. She can't move on. She's an heiress. And the husband, we can't force the husband to move forward with her. So she's saying, look, had I been the one that committed it, it's fine. So then I understand that I would have to suffer the, the consequences. However, Achshav Sha'aba Pasak, my father went ahead and promised money. Okay, and that's what Admin says. And Amar Rabbi Okay, so we have a machlekes between the Chachamim or the Tanakama and Admin. Tanakama says that even in the case okay, so of the Mishnah, even when the father was the one that committed the money, if it's not paid, 
the son-in-law can say, look, I'm not, I'm not moving forward until you pay me. And Adman says that, no, she can go ahead and say, look, it wasn't me, it was my father. And therefore, either, right, fish or cut bait, either move forward or, or let me go, right? And what's the, the iconus um, a potter? Okay, so let's just discuss a couple of things over here. So we discussed the idea of, of Pashat as a regal, and she has a counterclaim according to Adman. Now we paskin like Adman. We're going to say this on our today, and we already spoke about this, spoke, spoke about this yesterday. The first three, there's seven things Adman says. The first three, Rabbi Gamaliel says, Royani Estabarov. Again, the first one, it could be that he's not even really arguing, as Tesis uh, spoke at yesterday, but um, we're going to paskin like Adman. So that means that we're going to honor her counterclaim. She could say, Oikanas Epater, which we have to get into what is the lotion of Potter, right? I mean, what should we need to get, right, if you're talking about Averson. Uh, so just really three things I just wanted to speak on the mission before we move forward, and then we won't spend too much time on the Gemara. But so number one, there's an Afkamina here. Um, when sh- we're giving her a counterclaim, according to Admine, the it makes a big difference which shot, which lotion of Rashi you go into. I mean, does she only have a counterclaim? Does she even have a counterclaim when the father has the money and just refuses to pay? Or does she only have a counterclaim when, like, what do you want from me? My father doesn't have the money. I didn't promise it, and my father doesn't have the money. That would be like the second uh, lashon, right? So th- that would make a difference, and I'm going to speak that out um, in how we understand, again, what her, ca- we're possibly like, I mean, what is her counterclaim? Um, so that's, that's number one. Now, there is a third shot. We said Rashi had two, okay? There's a third shot, which is kind of that the, the father skipped town. He just, he just left. So it's not that we don't know whether the father has money or not. That's irrelevant here. He's not around. Again, the machlekes would still play the same way. Now, the uh, Tesis here raises the question, and I think what was bothering you is, it sounds like this is happening right at the time or before Kedushin. Okay, and he says, okay, they agree to Kedushin, before the Kedushin, and we're going to do the Kedushin. And now the, hu- the, the husband can say, look, I'm not moving forward to marry this girl until I get paid what I was told I was going to get paid. And the question is, we had on Daf Kof Beis, Amr of Gidol Amr Rav, right? What did we say? Ahmad, right? We said, right? That there's certain things that, right? So why over here, right? So it's a Kenyan. So if it's a Kenyan, then why can't we force the father to pay? Why can the father, at least according to the shot, well, figure it out? I don't know, but why shouldn't we be able to force the father to pay? And the Rashbam here explains, so Tosus discusses this, and he brings essentially three answers. The first answer is that, the Rashbam's answer, that the Tanayim, and it's really qualifies what we learned before, the whole concept of Tanayim works in concert with the Kedushin. Okay, here we're talking about where the father promised money, then the Kedushin was done later. It wasn't done right. We needed, in order to have Hanan Dvarm Hanikhnim Bamira, it needed to be in concert. There's a Kedushin, so we're going to drag along the Hanan Dvarm Hanikhnim Bamira. Okay, but it, on its own, freestanding, if, if a week before the Kedushin actually happened, then the, the father wouldn't be Machoiv himself. That wouldn't be a Kenya, wouldn't be Machoiv himself. And that's, so I said, that's one of the answers um, that's given here to understand. I won't speak out the other two, but I and Shem, if you want to look at it in Tesis, brings out another two answers. Uh, he doesn't like that answer. He brings it to shame to Yerushalmi. Um, okay, so that's number two. So that's the second point I want to speak on the Mishnah. So again, number one, we just discussed the difference, the halach, potential halach nafkamina, if we possibly like Adman, what her, where we're giving her a counterclaim, right? Would, it, that, would that depend on if the father had money or not? Um, number two, we said we just explained why it wasn't time. And number three, I just wanted to speak out that it says, Iconis, right? What's her counterclaim? Iconis, right? Potter. I didn't, I didn't agree to this. This is my father. It wasn't me, she's saying. So therefore, says Adman, and she could say, Iconis, right? Potter. Right, either marry me or right or cut bait. Right, send me out. Now, pa- I'll be pashtus. It was Aris in here, so you you would need a get. Right, I mean, and, that, and that's the way actually that the um, 
the place can bring it down. Okay, but it's interesting. Um, again, why, but why isn't this considered a tonight in the Kedushin? So if you use what we just answered on the previous thing that we were just talking about in regards to why it's not tonight, because it didn't happen in concert with the Kedushin. So we learn here, again, something about tonight Kedushin. It's interesting that within this Mishnah and the way we speak it out, that we can learn a lot of different halachas about other things that we've discussed in, in Ksubis, but we're qualifying it. That, yes, there's a, such a thing as Tanai, a, a Tanai in the Kedushin, and if there's a Tanai Kedushin and Tanai is in meth, the Kedushin should be bottle. O- over here, right, yes, you would need to get why is in a Tanai in the Kedushin, and the Parsha should speak out, because, again, it wasn't done in concert with the Kedushin. So with Tanai, we learn uh, another thing. When we talk about a Kedushin al-Tanai, it only helps, just like we were trying to say in the Rashbam, that the, the Kenyan to be Machayim himself, money for an Adunya would only work in concert with the Kedushin. So too we see that a Tanai, the Mepharsha speak out, that a Tanai will only work on the Kedushin if it's done in concert with the Kedushin. So again, here, if it was done before, at least according to that answer, so we understand why it's not considered a Kedushin al Tanai, and that's why, that's why the husband would have to actually, would have to provide, uh, would have to divorce her with a get. Okay, that is, that is, um, I guess we're talking about whatever point, you know, we've, we've kind of discussed this idea that there's a certain amount of time where we tell her to move forward, right? We've had that deep in the middle of Ksuvis, right? Where we started changing Lashonis, where we started to discuss, like, okay, it's time for them to move forward, and now, at that point, um, would he have to provide Mazinus? I mean, he wouldn't have to provide Mazinus unless he was Chayev to, and it was after a year. So it's whatever point they had either agreed to move forward or the standard would be. That's, that's what I would guess, but I didn't say anything specific. And just one, one last thing. We say, Potter, um, the Ramah actually paskin. So we paskin like Like we said, we paskin like Admin. And these three things where Gamil says, Ryan, he's the barber. We'll see that a little bit later on a pre, as a preview of the Gemara. Um, but the Ramah says here that, so again, we're paskin like Admin, but we're going to qualify that. That's only that she can make this taina if she doesn't have the money on her own. But if she's of means, then she couldn't, right? She would actually have to fulfill her amount. So we're possibly like, I'm possibly like, I'm good. So she has a counterclaim, but it's only if she doesn't have money. If she has the money, irrelevant of however you understand the father. The father has money, doesn't have money, blah, blah, blah. but she could only, she could only employ her counterclaim that Adman's giving her is if she didn't have money. But if she had money, then she would have to, uh, she would have to go ahead and settle it. We, she couldn't just go ahead and say, I couldn't say Now, Zak to Gemara, again, so... Or pater me. That's the Lashon. I mean, it means, like I said, the Pesach speaking, you have to give a get. You can't say pater. It's not Kedusha tonight. It's not, that's the Pashan understanding. That it's not just, so what's the Lashon of pater? It, it's, it's pater, pater me. And you sent, sent me free. That's, that's the Lashon. Okay, so now, the Mishnah is discussing a case, I just want to be clear, because the Bryce, we're just going to run through now, the Gemara is going to discuss the Bryce, but the Mishnah is discussing a case where the father was the one who said he was going to give the son-in-law money, the father-in-law, after Averson said, uh, either, however we understand that, I don't have, I'm not giving, he skipped down, either one of those three shot them, okay, but the point is, the money wasn't being paid, the, we have machlikas between the Tanakam or the Chachamim, and Am, and the Chachamim say, well, then she can, you know, let her sit, let her, let her hair get gray, she could sit, and Am says, we give her a counterclaim, she could say that it wasn't me who promised the money, it was my father, therefore, I kind of said, Potter. Now, Masis is like a Brisa, okay, so Masis is like Haitana, so this, the case where we're Admin, where the Machlekes of Tanakama and Admin is, do we give her a counterclaim and offer a way out or, or possibly have a way out for her? That's not like the Brisa. 
Titania, the Bryce says, I'm Rabbi Yisib, Rabbi Yehuda. If the father promised the money, and he didn't pay, so everybody's going to agree. The Bryce says, everybody will agree if the father was the one that promised the money, that we're going to give the daughter a counterclaim. What's the machlekes? The whole machlekes, she agreed to pay. She said, I'm going to give the money. And this is very understandable, right? We're not going to give her a counterclaim because she said she was going to give money. She, she promised her money on her own to bring money into the marriage and uh, therefore the husband could say, I'm not moving forward until you give me the money. I thought my father was going to take care of it for me. My father usually takes care of everything for me. I thought he was going to pay the money. So I never really decided to give it al dati. And we'd still give her a counterclaim. Okay? And I'm a Rabbi Gamliel. And that's what I'm I'm not saying the counterclaim is even when she was the one that promised it. But everybody would agree that if the father did it, then we're going to give her a counterclaim. That's not a mach, I guess, between the Chachamim and Admin. Okay? I'm a Rabbi Gamliel. Rayani is different. The Mishnah says Again, and we said that there is another version of this machlekes that the brisa is not like our Mishnah. Now, Tana, Bemedvar Mamurim. Now, when do we say Teshiv Ad Shetalbin? Bemedvar Mamurim. Now, we're going in the brisa. In the brisa's version is the way Rashi says, Bemedvar Mamurim, a brisa koi, meaning the brisa's version. So we already know that she's the one that promised the money. So, Medvar Mamurim, Bigadayla. When do we say that her tenai works? That's by a gedola. Meaning, when are we going to hold her to it according to the Chachamim and say that Teshavat Shetal ben Roisha, that would be a But when it comes to a kaifin, now it's very ambiguous. What do you mean kaifin? Force who to do what? So kaifin maman, we're going to force the father to pay the money. So what are we saying? When a gedola makes it, Katana, we're going to force the father to pay the money? Really? It makes more sense to say the other way, meaning the different katana should be nothing. So if you want to tell me that the daughter can force the father into paying money, it would only be mistaber that if it was a gedola. At least her words are something. So we can create the commitment. So again, then we can say, however we understand the logic that there was some sort of precedent that the father had said that he was going to take care of things. But the point is, if it's a katana, then how can we say kaifin the av to pay the money over here? Different katana are clone, they're nothing. So, Ella, no, you have to say Ella, I'm a rava, kaifin Meaning, if it's a gedayla, and she said, according to the Chachamim, she said her own, right? She said, and her words are binding. Yes, she came in with the assumption that her father was going to take care of it. Then we're willing to, according to the Chachamim, say, Teshavat Shetab and Reisha. Again, this is all going to the Chachamim, which we're not possible. But if, but if it was a katana, then her words aren't even binding, and therefore the husband, you know, he did, he did the Kedushin, he did the Erison, and therefore... And therefore, he would have to send her out, even according to the Chachamim. No, 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 no. That's only Kedusha Ketana of Durabana. Yeah. This is talking about the father gave her. The father gave her, but she was placed at the mice. This is Kedusha Daraisa. Amar Rabbi Yitzchak Barab Lazar, Mishmei Dechizkiya, Kol Makam She'amar Rabbi Gamliel, Rayani Estevri Adman, any of the places where Rabbi Gamliel said, Rayani Estevri Adman, Halacha kimaisai. The halacha is going to be like, <coughs> like the halacha is going to be like Rabbi Gamliel. Amar le Rabbi Lerav Nachman afilu b'Brisa. Would it even be in the Brisa? Amar le, yeah. Me kamrinam b'Mishnah. I didn't say any time Rabbi Gamliel says the halacha is like. Any time that Rabbi Gamliel says Rabbi Yisdebri Adam, the halacha is like him only in the Mishnah. I said it 
as a general rule, and therefore in the Bryce as well, anywhere Gamliel says it, we're going we're gonna to say that the halacha is going to be like him. Okay? So the problem is, and this piece is, so we just said, we just paskin, guess what? Where did it just say? Actually, it just said two places. Gamliel said, in the Mishnah, the halacha is like Adma, and the Bryce is like and The problem is the Mishnah doesn't work with the Bryce. So what are you talking about? Right? So Tyson addresses it, and he says that it's even. Because the Bryce is one step more makel. And that's the way to understand it, that it's not, yes, it's Deleiki Aitana, but what we're saying now is that the halacha is not only can she, she have a taina if the father gave the money, but even if herself gave the money, okay, so we can understand it. So on the surface, Tesis does address it. it. It doesn't seem to drive. If they're arguing, you can't have the halacha be like both, but it does work because one's more makel. So we're saying it's even. Not only is the halacha like Anban in the, in the Mishnah, but even in the Bryce. Fine. Is this a rule that we generally follow? That we, any time Rabbi Gamliel agrees to Adbain, we follow that. All three places. This is it? I think so. All I don't know. Have you seen more Adbains? I, no. I mean, the, the Mishnah the, the started at the beginning of the paragraph saying, here are the two things, here are the two things Hanan said and the seven things Adbain said. Yeah. I'm not yet a Bucky and Chas. I can't tell you for sure, but I, I'm not aware if there, there are any others. Okay, Amar Abzeir, Amar Rabbi Bar Yirmiya, Beis Dvarim, Shamar Chanan, Halacha Ki Yitzibai. So the two places, let's go back. Okay, so our mission started really, we're just cleaning up. Who is Halacha like? When? Where are we possibly like? So again, we had two things that, Rabbi Chana, that we started saying Chanan, right? Shteyagzeris, we had Chanan, Chanan ben Avishalom, and Amar ben Chanan ben Avishalom. Okay, and we said Chanan in Rishay Dvarim, and Rabbi Yechonim ben Zakai said, um, not Rayani. It wasn't Rayani. I have to, I have to pay, pay attention to Sender's Hara. He said, Yafa Amar Khanan. Okay, so the two things. Rabbi Yechon Ben-Zakai said like Khanan. So, Amar Abzir, Amar Rabbi Yirmiya, Beit Varm Sha'amar Khanan, Allah Ki Yitzibai. The Allah is going to be like the two things Khanan said. Meaning, what it really means is two and seven. There were two things Khanan said, and the Kham didn't agree. Well, Allah is going to be like Khanan. And there's seven things that Anmain said, and the Kham didn't agree. So, When's the, where's the halacha like Hanan? Shiva Dorm Shamar Anman ain't halacha kiyotsu, but the halacha's not like him. Now, this doesn't make any sense. What are we talking about? My Kaamar, especially since I've already given you a preview saying that anytime, and the Gemara just simply said, coming off the heels, that we said anytime the halacha's like Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Gamliel said that Ryan is Divrei um, Anman, the halacha's going to be like him. So, how do we understand this memra now? Okay, and the first just figure out that it could be the Amar Ryan, right? So, Rabba said to Rabbi Nachman, the first one, sorry, was Rabbi Yitzchak ben Elazar and Rabbi Zeir and Rabbi they could, have been, they could have been arguing on each other. They could not agree. But the Pashas is, is if we could find a way for them to agree, that they would agree. Okay, and therefore, Shiva Devarim, Shiva Devarim, Amar, So what's going on? Well, how do we understand this? The two things that Hanan said, Allah is like him, and Ki meaning Rabbi Yitzchak ben Zakai, who certified, who said, Yafa Amar Hanan. And the seven things that Anmain said, the Allah is not going to be like him, of which we've only had three so far, but the seven things Anmain said and will say, the Allah is not like Yotzebai, meaning Rabbi Gamliel. Rabbi Gamliel, who said, what are you talking about? Whenever Rabbi Gamliel says, Rayani is the the halacha will be like him. El hachikamar, this is how you have to understand it. Shnei dvarim sha'amar chanan. The two things that chanan said, halacha kimaisai, the halacha will be like chanan uchi yaitzebai, and like the yaitzebai, meaning Rabbi Yechon and who agreed with chanan. Okay, so two for two. Two places. Shiva dvarim sha'amar adman, ain't halacha ki yaitzebai. 
Now, Ochre is not always going to be like Rabbi Gamliel. It's only in these three things that we said. Whenever Rabbi Gamliel says, Allah is like, Rayani is different, Ad mine. So just these three things. Okay? Allah will always be like Ad mine. It's only like Rabbi Gamliel in three of these things. Correcting Mara again. Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Gamliel, Rayani is different, Ad mine. Allah the halacha is only like Anman where Gamliel certified it. So what are you talking about? So okay, we're just trying to figure out how to how to how to how to say this statement. Okay, here here's our final way of understanding it. The two things that Hanan said Allah is like him. who certified Sometimes Allah is like it. Let's say I have to read this. Where? Again, now it just puts together what we already know. Well, basically, this is a fancy way of saying that Hanon was two for two. The Allah is always going to be like him. Rabbi Yechonim and Zakai certified it. When it comes to Admin, the only time the Allah is going to be like Admin is when Rabbi Gamliel certified it those three times. Okay, the three times he said Rayani is Debrei Adman, but the other four times Allah is not, like, not going to be like Adman. Now let's discuss those other four. So Zuck, the next Mishnah, no Shaykhis to Ksubis, but a Gishmaka Sugya nonetheless. So let's say Ruvain's selling a field to Shimon, okay, and one of the Adim signs on the field, on this very field, okay. And comes back after the transaction and says, by the way, that field that Ruvain sold to Shimon, my field, that was mine. He was an aide on the contract. Ramah brings it that he has to be one of two aides, meaning the contract has to have been a valid contract. He now went along with this sale. And in the sale, it says Ruvain is selling his field to Shimon. He signed as an aide on it. And then he's coming and saying, by the way, my field. Well, what do you mean? You just said that it was Ruvain's field and it was being sold to Shimon. So you were, it wasn't your field. Okay, Adman Aimer, Adman says that no, the aide can still have a claim. He can say, The first guy's a mobster. I'm not going after him for the field, but he's selling it to a weakling. The second guy, I'd rather, the reason I agreed for Rubin to call this his field was, now obviously the error is going to bring Adam later. The question is, does he lose his right to bring Adam that say that it was his field and it was stolen from him, whatever the situation is, does he lose his right by the fact that he certified that essentially signed on an official document saying that the field belonged to Reuben. Reuben sold it to Shimon. Adman says, no, he could say, look, I have justification for why I did it, right? It's almost like, we've seen this idea before that a masla, right? We've seen this idea before that I can qualify my words. And the reason I went along with it it's not the way it's working here, but he can say that the second guy, easier for me to clock. Sorry, you lost your schus. However, let's say the field wasn't, you, the aid signed on a transaction between Ruben and Shimon, but it wasn't the field that was being transacted. But within the transaction, the way you would sell a field is you would say, okay, Ruben's selling field X to Shimon. And the borders of field X are my field Y that's on the east side, my field Z that's on the north side, right? So in order to understand which parcel of land, it was made as a simon. So here, right, so everybody's going to agree that he has no title. Why? Because the field that he's being, I, field X is being sold. In the contract to sell field X, we're referencing Ruben saying it's adjacent to my field Y. Then the aide comes and says, by the way, field Y, that's mine. 
Now, that field wasn't being transacted. What was the strengths of Adman, which we don't possibly like, of his argument to say he should be able to tie it? It's because it was, it was changing hands from Ruby to Shimon. I don't want to collect from Ruby, I want to collect from Shimon. But over here, field Y is not changing hands. Only field X is. Right? This field that was used as a simon is not changing hands. You certify that essentially it was Rubain's field, and everyone's going to agree you lost your rights to the claim. Okay, so those are the two cases in the mission. Now, Zakta Gemara, Amar Abaya, Loishanu, Ella 8. This that we said, that you lose your ability, that you, according to the Chacham, you lose your ability to claim, meaning Ibires Chusai, when the field is transacting because you signed as an aid, the first case. This, loishanu ela eid. Avol dayin loi ibedes chusai. But if you're a dayin, it's only an aid. An aid has a responsibility to know what's in the star. A dayin, what's their job? We've seen earlier in Ksubis, kim shtarites. All they're doing is they're verifying the signatures. It's not their business to know what's written in, this, in the star. And therefore, this that we said, ibedes chusai, that he loses the ability to say, to be ma'ar and say that it was his field. So then, that is only if he is an aid, but a dayin. No, why? Because Adim wouldn't sign an star unless they read it. They have to have responsibility for what's written in. Dayanim, yeah, they can, they can sign. Again, it's, they're just issuing, uh, they're verifying the signatures, not the responsibility to know what's on it. In the second case, let's go to the case of Asa Simen La'achar. Okay, so again, Everybody agrees that maybe, right, Adman and the Chama are arguing when the field is being transacted, can't, do we, will we say Ibn Eschusay or can I come back and say it was easier for me to collect from the second guy? But everybody agrees that if the field that I'm being Ma'ara was used as a simon in the sale contract and I signed on the sale and in the contract, Ruvain alluded to the fact that uh, we're selling field X, which is adjacent to field Y, my field, and the guy signed this in A, he can't come back and say, by the way, field Y is mine. Bring them and all that, it's not going to help. You forfeited your right, okay, because it was Asa Lassimon and you signed an official document saying that the field was Ruvain. You lost your right. Now, that's only if the Mechira of field X was between Ruvain and Shimon. But let's say we're now talking about who's Ma'arer, the buyer. So, like this. I really, maybe the reason I bought field X is because I really thought I owned field Y. So I said, let me go ahead and buy field X first, and then I'll come with my claim on field Y. Because after I take the guy to court to get my field back Y, he ain't selling me field X. We're obviously not going to be friends at that point. Okay? So Shanu, when it's a third party as an aide coming to weigh in, that's going to be a problem. But if the guy himself, the buyer, is the ma'arer, he's going to be the one saying, hey, field Y is mine as well. Because he's going to say, had I not gone along with him referencing field Y as being his in the sale document, he wouldn't have never He would have never sold me field X. Now, what's your only title to me? Hilkach, right? So therefore, what's your only title to me? That I signed on something that I knew was false, and you're trying to use that against me? What would you have, what would you have liked me to, what would you have had me done? How could I protect myself in this situation? I need it, I want field X, I, I, I can't, I'm not going to be able to get field Y after, after I'm not going to be able to get, to get field X, to buy field X from this guy. After, we're not going to be on good terms after Y. So I went along with it so, so I can get the, the adjacent field strategically. And then I'll come back for my field later. What's your only tiny enemy is, you should have given a my Maida says that anytime I'm forced or I'm compelled to do something, I don't even say forced, compelled to do something for whatever reason. And it's, I'm going, I'm, I plan on, 
not complying with that later, but I'm compelled to do it. So I go to Bezin and I say, by the way, just letting you know, I signed that I owe this guy $50. Really not true. Okay, the guy had a gun to my head or whatever. Okay, whatever the situation. I was forced to sign it. Okay, it was a bad situation. Kidnapped my son. And the point is you, you should give him my da and that works to undo what you, if you immediately give him my da, you're saying, by the way, whatever reason that compelled me into doing that, I'm not. So over here, again, if what you're saying is an Ibn Zuchusay, it works against you. You're basically saying it's Ruvain's land. And when you, in the entire time, plan on coming back, you had good reason and understanding as to why you were willing to say it's Ruvain's land temporarily, even though you intended to come back and change, you know, change your position on the matter. Okay? So then you should have given him my da. So I, maybe that's your only tie on me. I should have given him my da. Ibai le minister my da. So the Gemara says, chavr, chavr, chisle, chavr, 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 chisle. Okay, the problem is that there's no shot that that's information staying in Bezin. Again, we need to keep this on the hashash. We're trying to buy a couple houses for the shul, right? I mean, like, you don't want everybody knowing. It's going to be a bad situation. They're going to jack up the prices. So, and therefore, I, I, kept, I couldn't take a chance of word getting out. And therefore, again, where we have plausible deniability, again, even as Chusa, we're willing to say is when there's no reason why you would have signed on the star. Let's, now we have story. Ahuda also simen la'acher. So again, somebody signed on a star as a third party. Somebody signed as an aide. And, okay, error. Now the aide went ahead and said, by the way, again, in this situation, field X was being sold from Ruben to Shimon. The aide signed on it. In the Shtar Mechira, we are referencing that field X borders field Y. And the aide's coming in saying field Y that belongs to Ruben. Okay, field X is being sold. Field Y is adjacent that belongs to Ruben. And now he wants to come from Ma'ar. So he said, Ibn Eschusai, right? Well, watch this. Veshachiv. Now the guy dies. Ve'ukim apotropia. Now an apotropis came. Okay, so in the meantime, we're in a stalemate. It seems like we're not going to honor the dead guy or father's claims. An apotropis comes on behalf of the Yarshim. Okay, essentially a lawyer, trustee, right? Asa apotropis le'kame da'abaya. So the apotropis comes to Abaya, and he says, one second, So the apotropis comes to get the field back for the Yarshim. And Abaya says, sorry, also similar, Ibn Eschusay, nothing to talk about. Amar, so the Apachapa says, Yasmi Kayim, if the father of the Yisemim was around, have a time of Amar Telemachad Asisilach. You know, when I said field Y, it was minimum shear. I wasn't saying field Y was a thousand acres. I was saying one telem, one strip of land. That's all I meant. So you're coming and saying, oh, it's adjacent to field Y? Yeah, I, I was agreeing that field Y. Is Rubens, but just one strip of it, not the whole field. Why? Okay, so Amr Lay Shapir Ka Amrit. Hmm. He says, that's a good taina. That's a good taina that he's saying. Okay, now again, again, the guy obviously brought Adim to show that the field really belonged to the dead guy. The only question is, what, normally what we'd say is by the fact that you sign later, Ibn Eschusa. So he brought the Adim, so we're able to verify it, so we're able to say, okay, fine. However, he says, but you do have to give him the strip of land. It's not just a taina. It's real. Okay, now, Tesis says, I don't understand. We have this concept of tainin and lisaimim. Why, why did we wait for the apotropis to come? And Tesis says, well, we're, he says that you're right. Abaya didn't remember and he says, and therefore, but had he done it, again, this is not, this is not a, a loophole on top of a loophole on top of a loophole. This is, we, this is a concept of Tanin and Yasmin, and we would, and therefore, it's our job, really, and the Apotropos was a good Apotropos because he was able to figure this out, but we, this is a true dinner of Yechanan. Now, <clears throat> the problem was, this strip of land, the beginning of field Y, we'll call it, 
had a lot of havala richva dikli. It had a row of the column trees. So it was a very expensive strip of land that he was now having to forfeit. So Amar Lehi, so Apatrapas comes back to Abayah and says, by the way, if the father of the Yusemim would be alive, he would have said, meaning I rebought it. No, it's still my field. Now, let's, let's think about it this way. Really, he brought Adim that the field was his. The only reason the other guy's getting the field, Ruvain's getting the field, is because of the fact that he signed on the star. So, says Rashi, Pesha Aser Pesha Hitter, which is going to create all sorts of problems in the Achrenim, right? Because Rashi says Pesha Aser Pesha Hitter. And therefore, Amar Lay, so now I can go ahead and get that. The, same, the only reason why we're saying this field is confirmed Ruvain's, even though I have Adim showing that it belonged to the dead guy, is because, is because the age signed in the star. So Pesha also Pesha Hitter. It, I could have just tied that I went ahead and bought it back. Pesha also Pesha Hitter. And then we'll give him that strip of land too. Amalei Shapir Karmer, Damer of Yechon, and Tan Vamer Chazarti Vilakachti Menu, Nemon. Pesha also Pesha Hitter. Amar Abaya, Haiman Demuki Apatrapia. Abaya says, by the way, if you're in the market for an Apatrapis, Nukim Ki Hai. This is the guy. This is chief, right? Use this guy. He's good. Okay, a reference from Abaya has got to be a good reference. Because he knows. He knows how to do his job properly. He's a good apotropist. He, he, he knows how to get it done and protect the assignment. Again, so we spoke, we spoke out over here that Rashi says that it is Pesha Aser, Pesha Hitter. Okay, the problem is Pesha Aser comes with his own set of rules, as we've known all the way back in Yudgimel, Yudalad. Chief among them is if you say... I'll just mention one thing that creates a problem over here. That Peshasar, we've discussed how does Peshasar work, right? Migu or not Migu? Seems like more marshmallow like Tesis held it was Mitam Migu. Rashi, again, it can't be Mitam Migu because it's the end of A Migu Lamafreya. And over here, you're coming back later, so it works some other way that Achrenim struggle really to understand how this Peshasar, Peshayater works. In the general, not to get you know, too far in the general, um, even though it sounds like the Apotropos basically was able to get it home free, it ends up, whatever the rules of Pesha Asr or Pesha Etar are, there are specific rules of it, so you're very limited in how, you can't just apply this, you know, it's not just, it's not just applied with broad strokes, it's a very specific surgical, and you'd have to conform to the rules of Pesha Asr or Pesha Etar, whatever they would be in this situation, and that's the only way he was able to pull it. Is this also, is the, the case over here was that the dead guy, the father, was an R, and then he died. What if he hadn't been an R? I don't think it will make a difference. It make a difference. I don't think it will make a difference. No, I think we're just showing that the Apotropos was able to get the job done better than the guy himself. I don't think it will make a difference. Because again, it's all happening after the fact anyways. Um, okay, Zak the Mishnah. Let's see the next case. We're not going to pass it. Guy goes overseas and he forgets. He has a path. He's landlocked, right? He's in the middle somewhere. He's surrounded by pieces of land and he has no way to get to his land. He had a path through one of the pieces of land. He wasn't sure east side, north side, west side, south side. He didn't know. But Anman says he definitely has a path here. So pick a path, the shortest path. Because we're going to take land away from somebody, take it away. We're going to take some piece of land away from one of the outskirts. So take the smallest piece of land. What's the quickest route? To his property, he buys a piece of land with a hundred mana, or he's got a charter or a helicopter every time he wants to get to his house. Fly in the air. Okay. Point is, you have no tainer, right? Buy a piece, buy a path, or fly there. So my time 
So we want to understand why the Rabbanon hold that you have no taina. Shaper kamer admin. I know I for sure had a piece of land. So now, because it's not one person that owns all the surrounding lands. It's four different people. Okay, and therefore each one can say, not me, not I. I know you think you have a piece of land, but it ain't on me. So, right, find somebody else to taina. So why does admin say that we're going to give him a path? So I'm a rabba, now we have to okim to our sugya, right? What are we talking about? Either, in other words, if it's all by one person, then everyone should agree that you give him a path. And if it's owned by four people, then everybody should agree that the guy has no taina. Each one can be marchim. So what's going on over here? So if there's a new owner, old owner, and the new owner is four different new owners that came, bought it from four different old owners, okay, or whatever. The point is, four different people always own the land. Then, or va'arba da'asumikayachad. Even if, let's say, before I went overseas, the four lands, surrounding lands were owned by one person, but now they were sold to four different people. Either way, right now, you can't pin it on any one person. Then everyone's going to become Okay, then we're not going to give them a piece of land. They could each push them off. Okay, one guy went ahead and bought it from, previously there were four owners. So I knew I had a path when there were four owners. They could have been marchimi. Now one guy bought all four lands. Okay, now here's the machlekes. Lemaisu, you're one owner. Somewhere, I don't care that you bought it from four different people, somewhere within that, there's a piece of land that belongs to me that gives me uh, egress to my field. Okay? Rabbanon Savri, ishaskis, shaskis. That if you're quiet, meaning if, if, you, be, if you be quiet, then ishaskis, shaskis. And Rashi says here, ishaskis, this is a, a, a common title we found it before, we've had it in Yavamas. Ishaskis, shaskis, we actually have this case. Um, ishaskis means that I'll sell it to you for cheap. Meaning if you're willing to, I'll, I'll give you a piece of land on the cheap. Okay? But if you don't, but you're going to have to pay. You ain't getting nothing for free. You're going to have to pay for it. I'll give you a little bit of a deal. Okay? We'll create some joint leverage, right? And if you don't, if you don't, if you don't accept this deal, then you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to cancel the contract and it's going to go back to four people and you'll have zero claim. Okay? And that is the mistake, okay? And, and that is the, I'm sorry, that is the machlekes between Adman and the Rabbanon over here. And if you don't go along with it, then I'm going to give the field back, okay? Now the question is, this question that we're trying to have discussed is, could he, is this actually a Could he say, fine, I'm not paying you anything. Go give it back to the four people. Well, nice, you're going to be out the land. Or is Ishaskis a halach that gives you rights? So there's many different ways. Rashi seems to be saying that we're basically saying that give it to him cheap, offer it to him for cheap. And if you don't, right, because you're basically coming with the carrot and the stick. I'll give you a deal on it. We're creating joint leverage both ways. And if not, then according to some Samachrinim in Rashi, he could say, the guy could opt out. So we're saying it's almost like a piece of advice. Give it to him cheap. Give him a good deal on it. I'll pay you some money for it. Otherwise, he could inconvenience the new buyer, the current owner of the fields, by actually requiring him to sell it back. Taisa says, they do that to the, the oh, Let's say, for whatever reason, we're talking about, again, we're obviously dealing in a very specific case. Remember, one guy bought it from four. Very specific case. For whatever reason, there was something in the star that allowed it, it allowed it to be more. Right? Or maybe the fact that someone's coming with a claim would be enough of reason to... Okay, I don't know. But whatever the circumstances are there. Now, Taisa says... Taisa asks Arashi, what are you talking about? Our Mishnah says, Sounds like... <laughs> He's jacking up. He's taking advantage of the situation. not offering him a deal. And therefore, what? There is no svara of l'chitezo. Ishaskis is just a halachic taina. 
And the way other Rishonim explains it, the third, the third way is like this. When I buy something, included in what I bought is all of the rights, the Taina rights. So just like when it was owned by four people, yes, I bought it from all four, but when I bought it from all four, I get anything that they would have been able to Taina. And just like when it was owned by four people, they would have been able to Taina. <laughs> Sorry, not my field. Go to somebody else. So therefore, those rights come along with the sale. Okay, so we see from here, there's definitely ways of learn, learning it. Rashi in a way, and Tyson asking, is fair. What do you mean you're giving him a discount? It sounds like in the Mishnah, maya mana. That's a way of saying like, we're taking advantage of the situation. Pay as much as you can. Again, so that, that has bearing on how do we understand Ishaskis? Is it like a real thing? If you're quiet, quiet. If not, then I'll send, I'll send it. Oh yeah, go send the contract back. Go send it. Yeah, then you're going to lose out on your land. Or is it just Allah and Taina like the Rishonim seem to explain? Okay, how let's do a couple of stories. Let's end up with Ha'ud Amar Lahu, Abras. So, a guy, a guy was uh, passing away and he said, he said, make sure to give my daughter one decal tree. Also, Yasmi, Palulun so the Yisayimim completely ignored the father. They divided up the estate. They did it up the estate and did not give a dekel to the daughter. Well, it's like our Mishnah. It was when it was owned by one person, right? When it was owned by one person, so then it was owned by one person, then maybe there was a taina, but now it's owned by multiple people. Sorry, you got nothing to talk, nothing to talk about. No, you can't compare the case. Again, in our mission, here each one could have said, maybe I never owed you anything at all. Maybe it's not me. However, right? the father, when it was under, all under the father's, before it went through probate, it was under the father's estate, she was owed a decal tree. So she was definitely owed a decal tree by the joint assets here. And therefore, you have to give her a decal tree and re-divvy up the estate. Okay, so we're going to make them go back through the process and give her her decal tree back. And another story, so another story where the father said, give a decal tree to my daughter. So he died and he left over two half decal trees. Now, what does that mean? So again, the father had, according to the way Rashi explains this, so the other argue, according to the way Rashi explains this, so the father had decal trees, but he also had two decal trees that he owned Bishutfis. Okay, so... The Yarshim, they weren't interested. Shutfus is a pain. That means I have another baldover in each of these trees. So we had two half trees that had Shutfus on them. Now we know we have to give one to the daughter. So does she have a claim on one full unpartnershiped decal tree? Or can they give her the two with partnerships, right? They give her the one that, that they don't want, the one that's a pain for them. So Again, they left two halves. What does it mean two halves? Not half trees, but they were owned 50% by the father and 50, two of these trees. So do we call two half trees a decal? We're trying to figure out what did the father, when he said a decal, <clears throat> did he mean only a 100% owned by him decal or two fifty percent also makes one decal tree and therefore we can give her that. That we do call two, uh, two half decal trees owned with partners. We do we would call that one decal and therefore they are able to satisfy her claim against the estate by giving her the two half Decal trees. Again, like I said, that's the way Rashi explained that the father had other decal trees and they were just trying to give her what they didn't want. Um, the Ritva explains this so yeah, that the, all the father had were half decal trees. And the question is, do they have to give her anything at all? And the answer is yes, because two half decal trees are considered a decal tree and that is what the father had. So.